I'm Ree Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and I've got a lot of mouths to feed. My style of food is simple yet scrumptious, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. Lad and the kids have been up since 4 a.m. shipping cattle. It's long, dirty work, so as a treat, I'm rustling up a rib-sticking lunch of the kids' favorite dishes. For my little rancher Bryce, it's gotta be beef, so Salisbury steak in a tasty onion gravy seems like just the ticket. For his sister Alex, fettuccine Alfredo, a total no-brainer as it's her all-time favorite dish. For Paige, delicious sauteed peas and carrots. She loves color, she loves pretty food, so this one's perfect for her. Then for my baby Todd, there's gotta be chocolate. So chocolate peanut butter pie it is. That's definitely mine, cause I love peanut butter and I love chocolate. And for a fun finale, they have to guess which dish has their name on it. I think mine's gonna be dessert. Welcome to my frontier. The kids are hard at work shipping cattle and I'm making lunch for them. The menu is based on all their favorite foods, so after lunch I'm going to have them all guess to see which course goes with which kid. For dessert I'm making chocolate peanut butter pie and it's got my baby Todd's name written all over it. Todd loves sweets and this is one seriously sweet pie. He also loves chocolate, peanut butter, so this pie covers all the bases. I also love this pie for all of the aforementioned reasons, but I also love it because it begins with a chocolate cookie crust. I'm gonna melt four tablespoons of butter in the saucepan and then grind up the cookies. I have exactly 25 chocolate sandwich cookies. Now, I'm just gonna pulse these up. Don't worry about the creamy filling because it just totally disappears and becomes part of the crumbs. Now the butter is melted. I'll just drizzle it in. Butter and chocolate cookies. Life doesn't get any better than that. And then I'll just give it a couple of pulses just to moisten up the crumbs. And that is it. Very, very uncomplicated. That's one of the things I love about this pie. Now I will make a big mess as I pour the crumbs into the pie pan. And then the easiest way to get it in is just use your hands, start pressing the center. You want the crust to be pretty packed in there so then later when you slice the pie, the crust will stay together. Another thing I love about this crust is that it's a refrigerator pie and it doesn't have to bake. I'm just gonna stick the crust in a 350 degree oven for about five or seven minutes just to get it set. You know, Todd is my youngest kid, but I think he has the biggest appetite in our whole family. So after this big morning of shipping cattle, he's gonna be ready for this meal. Okay, the crust is done. It's nice and set. So I'll just let that cool while I make the filling. The filling begins with a cup of creamy peanut butter. I'm just gonna eyeball it. I don't wanna go through the effort of measuring it into the cup and then scraping it out of the cup. So if I get a little more or less, it won't hurt anything. All right, and then I've got an eight ounce package of softened cream cheese. I'll throw it in there, and then I'll just whip this up for a sec. What a yummy, yummy mixture. 
Now to this mixture, I'll add a cup and a fourth of powdered sugar. It's when I make pies like this that I realize what a messy cook I am. Chocolate crumbs everywhere, powdered sugar everywhere. Now I'll mix this together. And the final ingredient, avert your eyes, frozen non-dairy whipped topping. I've been thawing it so it's nice and soft. Of course, you can use regular whipped cream, but it just won't come out with the same consistency as this stuff. My grandma used to always have this in her freezer and fridge. I used to eat it by the spoonful. Don't tell anyone. Now I'll just mix this till it's really fluffy. You'll definitely need to scrape the bowl a couple of times during the process because you want all the sugar, all the peanut butter, and all the whipped topping to be mixed together. Okay, absolutely perfect. All right, now I'm just gonna put this into the cooled crust. I tell you, if you love peanut butter, this is your dessert. The whole kitchen smells like peanut butter right now. And then I'll just spread it around. Look at that, isn't that gorgeous? And that is all there is to it. Now it just needs to sit in the fridge for a couple of hours until it's set. Up next, Salisbury steak, my pick for Bryce, and fettuccine Alfredo for Alex. Then it's peas and carrots for veggie lover Paige. This is one yummy meal for the hardworking cowboys and cowgirls. It's a really busy day on the ranch today. The kids are helping Lad ship cattle. When they're working, it's the perfect opportunity for me to run to town and do some errands. I just ran to the store, and now I've got to get back and get started on lunch. They've got a lot of cattle to ship, and they're going to be hungry. The kids are working so hard out there, I think they deserve a special lunch. I thought it'd be fun to make all their favorite dishes and then have the kids figure out which dish I made for which one of them. For Bryce, it's Salisbury steak, which is actually glorified hamburger to look like steak. I already made the steak patties and they're in the fridge at the lodge. I just mixed together a pound and a half of ground beef, then added a half a cup of seasoned breadcrumbs to bind it all together. Then I added two teaspoons of dry mustard, a crumbled beef bouillon cube, four dashes of Worcestershire sauce, a tablespoon of ketchup, and some salt and pepper. I love all these flavors together. This really is an old school classic. After that, I kneaded the mixture together, formed some oval patties, and then I used my little finger to make lines in the patties to give them a little bit of a steak appearance. And that's it. All right, now I'll head back to the lodge to finish off the Salisbury steak. Stage one of Salisbury steak is making the patties. Stage two is frying them up. I've got some oil and butter in a hot pan and I'll just get the patties going. Ooh, it already smells good. That took like two seconds. 
Now, because the patties begin with ground beef, I wanna make sure they're cooked all the way through. So I'm gonna cook them for about three to five minutes on the first side. Now, after the patties are fried, I'll take them out of the pan and then I'll make a really yummy sauce. And that's what makes Salisbury steak so yummy. You know, I don't think it's gonna to be too hard for the kids to guess what kid this dish belongs to. Bryce is very much like his father in that he could eat beef for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And sometimes he does. The patties are done. I took them out of the pan and then I drained off all the grease, didn't clean the pan, and I threw in a sliced onion and I've been cooking that. It's nice and golden brown. So I'm gonna move into the sauce. I'll just pour two cups of beef broth right into the pan with the onions. You know, sometimes I call this gravy, but it's really not a gravy in the traditional sense of the word. It's more of a sauce. And the flavor of the patties really comes through. And then several dashes of Worcestershire sauce. Just eyeball it. And then for a little tang and sweetness, a tablespoon of ketchup. I'd say a heaping tablespoon. And then this is a strictly optional ingredient, but I like to add a little bit of seasoning and browning sauce into the pan. Ooh, <laughs> that's gonna be nice and dark. It really doesn't do too much, except it deepens the color, deepens the flavor a little bit. If you don't use it, it'll still be totally delicious. I'm gonna let that go a little bit. And to thicken it up a little, I'm going to mix some cornstarch with a little beef broth. just enough to turn it into a paste. My mother-in-law always makes fun of me because I stir things with the measuring spoons I use, but I don't like to do dishes, so I'm in the habit of dirtying as few things as possible. All right, now I'm just gonna add a couple of tablespoons of the cornstarch mixture to the sauce, and then I'll let it cook for just a minute and see what it looks like. The cornstarch thickens the sauce, but it also makes it nice and glossy and really beautiful. If it needs more thickening, I can always add more. If the sauce gets too thick, you can splash in a little beef broth. It's real easy, you can't mess it up. Okay, this looks perfect. It's getting nice and thick. So I'm just gonna add a little salt and pepper. And it looks just so good, so pretty. You can give it a taste, adjust the seasonings as you want, but it looks just right. So now I'll just stick the patties right back into the pan, nudge them around into the sauce. And then the sauce is so wonderful, I wanna spoon it over the tops of the patties. You know, the Salisbury steak I remember had really finely diced onions in the gravy. And if you didn't like onions, you were kind of out of luck. But I like to slice them big, and that way if a kid doesn't necessarily like onions, they can easily pick them off. All right, Salisbury steak is done. I'm just gonna let them simmer in the pan. I wonder if Bryce is gonna guess that I picked this for him. Only time will tell. I'm making peas and carrots for Paige. Paige loves vegetables, she loves pretty food, and this really fits the bill. Plus, peas and carrots go perfectly with Salisbury steak. I peeled four carrots. Now I'll throw about four tablespoons of butter into the pan. Turn that up to medium, and then I'm just gonna dice up the carrots. Cut off the ends, and then I'll just cut them all in half, and then it'll be easier to work with. 
The key with peas and carrots is to get the carrot dice about the same size as the peas. You don't want really finely diced carrots with those big juicy peas. All right, they're all cut into matchsticks, so I'll just turn them to the side and dice them. Between the Salisbury steak and the peas and carrots, I've got sort of a retro-themed lunch going on here. But when I was trying to figure out the vegetable to pick for Paige, I had Salisbury steak in my head and peas and carrots just popped right in there. Okay, got them all diced up. Now I'm gonna throw them into the pan with the butter. I'm going to saute the carrots for a while. I think the traditional peas and carrots are boiled, but I wanted to get a little butter flavor going on. So I'll cook them until they're tender in the butter before I add in the peas. Paigey's gonna be crazy about this dish. And I have to say, I'm pretty crazy about Paige. The peas and carrots are underway, and that just leaves Alex. Alex's dish was a no-brainer. She's a pasta freak like her mother. It takes one to know one. So I'm making her fettuccine Alfredo. It's one of Alex's all-time favorite dishes. I swear the girl could eat it every day of her life and not get tired of it. And I don't mind making it for her because she's so good about helping her dad on the ranch. In fact, I think she may be the best ranch hand he's ever had. All right, the water's boiling, so I'm gonna throw in a pound of fettuccine. You know, fettuccine Alfredo is perfect, not just because it's Alex's favorite dish, but because it goes so well with Salisbury steak. You know, back when I ate it in the school cafeteria, they would serve Salisbury steak with either mashed potatoes or macaroni and cheese. So when you think about it, fettuccine Alfredo is sort of a cross between the two. It's the color of mashed potatoes, but it's still got the pasta and cheese thing going on. All right, I've got about 10 minutes left to pull this whole meal together. Let's go eat, y'all hungry? Yeah. Lad and the kids will be back pretty soon from working cattle, and I'm gonna finish pulling together the meal of all the kids' favorite dishes. I've got the peas and carrots going in the skillet. That's my pick for Paige. I've got the carrots sauteed, they're nice and tender. So now the recipe gets really complicated. I'm just gonna throw in a bag of frozen peas. And they're still frozen, but I'm gonna stir them around and within minutes they'll be nice and tender and warm. I'll just throw in some salt, some pepper. I had plenty of butter in here for the carrots, so the butter's gonna coat the peas. All right, now while the peas thaw and cook a little bit, I'm gonna get the rest of the ingredients for Alex's fettuccine Alfredo. Butter, Parmesan, and cream. I can't imagine why fettuccine Alfredo is so darn good. I'll start with a stick of butter. I'm gonna melt it in this skillet. And then I'll add a cup of cream. I won't make any excuse for this. A little salt. And some pepper. There are two cups of Parmesan cheese in this dish. I grate the Parmesan really finely. It takes a little bit longer, but I want the sauce to be really smooth. All right, that looks like about two cups. Now the butter is totally melted with the cream. Ooh, this looks good. I'm just gonna add a cup of the Parmesan right into the sauce. Then I'll just give it a stir. Oh man, it is looking good already. Okay, fettuccine's ready. Get the water drained off. And then this just goes right into the pan. Oh my goodness. And then I'll just put the rest of the Parmesan right on top of the pasta. Now it's just about tossing it gently. Pretty soon this thick, cheesy, creamy, buttery sauce will coat all of the fettuccine and the world will totally make sense again.
Now, usually I like to sprinkle in a little more black pepper than normal. Black pepper really makes fettuccine alfredo extra yummy. Now, the family's gonna be here pretty soon, so I'm gonna finish up the peas and carrots by adding a little basil, and then I'm gonna pull everything else together. Let's dig in, guys. Yeah, yeah. The fettuccine alfredo is really good, Mom. Ooh, I'm glad you like it. It's really good. So what I did, guys, was I selected each piece of this menu specifically for one of you. All right, who's ready for dessert? Me. I am. Oh, wow. wow, that's Ooh. mine. That looks oh my good. Gosh. Oh my Chocolate peanut butter pie. Oh. Yeah. That's definitely mine, because I love peanut butter and I love chocolate. So, guys, have you thought about whose dish was whose? I think the Alfredo was probably Bryce's. The peas and carrots. Alfredo. Peas and carrots was probably Paige. The problem is, is both Bryce and Alex really like Alfredo, so. I yeah. I like it more. All right, the courses are ready to be revealed. <gasps> Salisbury steak. Me. Bryce. Because he's the, he's the big guy. <laughs> peas and carrots go to... Paige, <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo, Alex. Which leaves Todd. Dessert. Let me get dessert. <laughs> if you were gonna plan a meal just for Mama, what would be on the menu? Sushi. Sushi. You guys better get to cooking. <laughs> <laughs>